June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the president of Ukraine tells 60 Minutes about his desperate fight with Russia, preventing World War III, and why his people who have lost so much will never deal with Putin. It's a difficult job. You understand me, right? Giving awards to people whose faces show their whole world has collapsed? You think America is the only democracy in the world with a problem? This is Israel. And for months now, there have been these massive protests against Prime Minister Netanyahu and his government. You want to make those elected officials understand that what they're doing is wrong. You want to wake up and shake up people. And you don't do that by being nice. Deion Sanders was always faster than just about everyone. But the speed at which he's transforming college football, well, that needed to be documented by 60 Minutes. Who's the best coach in college football today? Let me see, let me see a mirror so I can look at it. <laughs> you feel that? What? You think I'm going to sit up here and tell you somebody else? You think, you think that's the way I operate? That somebody else got that on me? I'm Leslie Stahl. I'm Bill Whitaker. I'm Anderson Cooper. I'm Sharon Alfonsi. I'm John Wertheim. I'm Cecilia Vega. I'm Scott Pelley. Those stories and more tonight on the 56th season premiere of 60 Minutes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's talk about my mochi ice cream. Why? 
because friends do not let friends miss out on something this good. My Mochi is premium ice cream wrapped in sweet soft dough, and the flavors are amazing. Like My Mochi double chocolate with rich chocolatey bits, it's a chocolate lover's dream. Or don't get me started on My Mochi strawberry ice cream. It's cool, creamy, and bursting with natural berry flavor. And the sweet, luscious flavor of My Mochi mango will send your taste buds straight to the tropics. My Mochi is gluten-free, perfectly portioned, and only around 90 calories per piece. Taste the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream today. Find My Mochi at Walmart or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, Scott Pelley reports from Ukraine, where he sat down with President Volodymyr Zelensky in the capital, Kyiv. We met President Zelensky as he prepared to depart Kyiv for the United States. This week, he will speak at the U.N. and meet President Biden. It is a critical time. U.S. officials tell us that over nearly 600 days, almost half a million troops have been killed or wounded, both sides altogether. Part of the cost so far of Vladimir Putin's unprovoked invasion. We spoke to Zelensky on Thursday. He told us that his people are dying every day to prevent World War III. We're defending the values of the whole world, Zelensky said. And these are Ukrainian people who are paying the highest price. We are truly fighting for our freedom. We are dying. We're not fiction. We're not a book. We're fighting for real with a nuclear state that threatens to destroy the world. The United States has contributed about $70 billion to your war effort. And I wonder if you expect that level of support to continue. The United States of America is supporting Ukraine financially, and I'm grateful for this. I just think they're not supporting only Ukraine alone. If Ukraine falls, Putin will surely go further. What will the United States of America do when Putin reaches the Baltic states, when he reaches the Polish border? He will. This is a lot of money. We have a lot of gratitude. What else must Ukraine do for everyone to measure our huge gratitude? We are dying in this war. Look, if Ukraine falls, what will happen in 10 years? Just think about it. If the Russians reach Poland, what's next? A third world war? What will it take? Another 70 billion? I don't have an answer. The whole world has to decide whether we want to stop Putin or whether we want to start the beginning of a world war. We can't change Putin. Russian society has lost the respect of the world. They elected him and re-elected him and raised a second Hitler. They did this. We cannot go back in time, but we can stop it here. Ukraine stopped the Russian advance, but at a terrible cost. Ruined cities, millions of refugees, untold thousands of dead, all for Vladimir Putin's nation-building vanity. Today, the war is fought on a 700-mile front. The red area is the 20% of Ukraine still occupied by Russia. This is where Western donated tanks were supposed to punch through, cutting the Russian force in half. But trenches, minefields, and artillery stopped the armored advance. Now, it's an artillery duel, with each side firing about 40,000 shells a day. Ukrainian infantry is advancing bloody yards at a time. It's World War I with drones. How would you describe the fighting at the front? It's a difficult question. I'll be completely honest with you. We have the initiative, this is a plus. 
We stopped the Russian offensive and we moved into a counteroffensive, but despite that, it's not very fast. It is important that we are moving forward every day and liberating territory. You have about six weeks of good weather left, and I wonder after that point, will the front be frozen in place? We need to liberate our territory as much as possible and move forward. Even if it's less than half a mile or a hundred yards, we must do it. We can't lose time. Forget about the weather and the like. In places that we can't get through in an armored vehicle, let's fly. If we can't fly, let's send drones. We mustn't give Putin a break. If the front is stationary, Ukrainian drones have vaulted into Russia itself, hitting the Kremlin, warplanes, and Moscow high-rises. Officially, Ukraine does not acknowledge these attacks. The drone strikes in Russia are being done on your orders. Mm. No, not on your orders. No, we, well, you know, how is this happening? You know we don't shoot at the territory of the Russian Federation. We decided to try the question another way. What message is being sent with these drone strikes in Russia? You do know that we use our partners' weapons on the territory of Ukraine only, and this is true. But these are not punitive operations, such as they carry out killing civilians. But Russia needs to know that wherever it is, whichever place they use for launching missiles to strike Ukraine, Ukraine has every moral right to send a response to those places. We are responding to them, saying, your sky is not as well protected as you think. Last winter, it was Ukrainian skies that were filled with missiles in a Russian bombardment to destroy power plants. Millions shivered in the dark. With winter approaching again, Zelensky had this warning. They must know, if you cut off our power, deprive us of electricity, deprive us of water, deprive us of gasoline, you need to know. We have the right to do it to you. Russia takes Zelensky seriously now because Putin's mass invasion was a fiasco. The red marks where Ukraine stopped Russia's advance last year. It also marks the stain of Russia's war crimes. Mr. President, in traveling around Ukraine for the last year and a half, we spoke to people in bombed-out schools in Chernihiv. We've seen destroyed apartment blocks in Borodyanka, a bombed hospital in Izium, civilians in a mass grave in Bucha. These are not military targets. What is Vladimir Putin trying to do? To break us. Putin. And by choosing civilian targets, Putin wanted to achieve exactly this, to break us. This person who has made his way with such bloody actions, with everything he has said, cannot be trusted. There is no trust in such a person because he has not been a human being for a long time. The Russians have suffered grievous losses without resorting to nuclear weapons. And I wonder if you believe that the threat of nuclear war is now behind us. I think he's going to continue threatening. He's waiting for the United States to become less stable. He thinks that's going to happen during the U.S. election. He'll be looking for instability in Europe and the United States of America. He will use the risk of using nuclear weapons to fuel that instability. He will keep on threatening. That U.S. election he mentioned worries him. His negotiations with President Biden have been contentious at times, but Zelensky tends to get what he asks for, even if, in Zelensky's opinion, it's generally six months too late. This week, 
Zelensky will press Mr. Biden for missiles with longer range. Congress is debating another $24 billion package. And if Ukraine had enough of these modern systems, we would have already restored the territorial integrity of Ukraine. We would have already done that. These systems exist. Are you safe here? We first met Zelensky not long after the invasion, when his office was a blacked-out bunker. Be careful. Now, a year and a half later, we noticed a difference. As we were setting up the interview, the former actor used his talent to mask the strain. He smiled at a compliment to his wife. Yeah, so great. And then instantly he seemed pulled beneath a depth no one can know. We don't know what he was thinking. It looked like empathy for the lost and for those who might be saved. Our time with Zelensky began in silence, a remembrance of the fallen during a ceremony to award medals of valor. Ukrainian officials tell us Ukraine and Russia have lost their professional armies. Now the forces are made up of volunteers, draftees, and in Russia's case, prison inmates. Zelensky counts his dead in casualty reports each morning. You are the president, but it must be humbling to meet those men. I wonder what they mean to you. First of all, it's a great honor for me. I look into their eyes and it makes me proud that we have such strong people because this is a big risk, a big risk. You can definitely lose your life for the sake of saving other lives. And when I say other lives, I don't speak in general. I mean my own life, the lives of my children. And I understand completely what risks are involved. That empathy for life has Volodymyr Zelensky reaching out again to the United Nations and the United States, hoping to convince the Allies that the world can be safe only when Ukraine is whole. Can you give up any part of Ukraine for peace? No, this is our territory. You must have it all, including Crimea. Today, you and I, you said it to me, you saw me awarding people medals. Well, today is a day like that. A week ago, I gave awards to parents of soldiers who have been killed. There were 24 families of the dead. There was a woman, she was with three children. There were parents, very old, they could barely walk and they had had only one son. One of the women was pregnant. She arrived holding a baby in her arms and she was pregnant. And that baby will never see. What should I tell them? That all of them died so that we could say, it's okay, Russia, you can take it all. It's a difficult job. You understand me, right? Giving awards to people whose faces show their whole world has collapsed. And all I can give them, all I can give them, is victory. Say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. Thanks to ADT, our presenting sponsor. When it comes to protecting what matters most, your home and the people you love, it's probably not the best time to test out the latest trending fad. Go with what's tried and true. No one does it better than a leader of the home security category, ADT. ADT Systems now feature Google Nest products to help keep your home safer and smarter. 
Check in on your home and manage your security system from virtually anywhere. Their latest technology features everything from motion sensors to Google Nest cams and Nest doorbells, with no long-term contracts for self-setup systems. You can get intelligent alerts customized to your daily routine. With tailored packages or build-your-own options, ADT makes it easy to install their smart home security system. Leave it up to the ADT pros or do it yourself. No heavy-duty tools needed. Protecting your home shouldn't be complicated, and ADT makes finding that peace of mind simple. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google and Nest Cam are trademarks of Google LLC. ADT. Brilliantly safe. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is heading to the United States with plans to meet President Biden at the UN General Assembly this week, as his country faces perhaps its worst domestic crisis ever. And it's not about the Palestinian conflict. It's about Israelis fighting Israelis. Massive numbers have poured into the streets to protest the Netanyahu coalition, Israel's most far-right government ever, and its move to weaken the court system. The judicial overhaul is seen as so radical, President Biden has urged Netanyahu to walk away from this, telling him on the phone to uphold our, quote, shared democratic values. This is what up to 200,000 Israelis across the country have done every Saturday night for over eight months. This packed protest is in Tel Aviv. Some nights have turned violent, with police clashes, counter-protests, and cars ramming into the crowds. It can feel like the country is unraveling. The protests were triggered by the government's judicial initiative to sap the Supreme Court of much of its power. A wide majority of the country sees weakening the court as a power grab, since it is the only check in Israel on the government. This is a red alert on our democracy! People who had never demonstrated in their lives have poured into the streets like Eyal Neve. He leads a group of tens of thousands of military reservists who are at the forefront of this democracy movement. They call themselves Brothers and Sisters in Arms, as it says on their T-shirts. They're pilots, fighters, intelligence officers. Some are war heroes. Many still go on dangerous missions. And now the danger is from inside. More than the enemies from now, without. Now, yes, more, much more. This is an existential threat to Israel. We spoke to three of them. Shira Etting. I was a combat helicopter pilot. Ron Scherf. Commander in the Special Forces. And Omri Ronan. I'm a former officer in an elite commander unit. When a regime, a government, wants to gain unlimited power, people are afraid. And the people in the streets today are afraid that the government is going to gain unlimited power without judicial review. They all served under Netanyahu's past governments without hesitation, but fear this one, a coalition of settler extremists and the ultra-Orthodox. The head of national security has had multiple convictions, including supporting terrorism against Arabs. The finance minister is a self-described fascist homophobe. As for Netanyahu, he's in the midst of three separate trials on charges of corruption. The protesters say that laws his government has introduced, over 200 of them, would not only weaken the courts, but control the press and diminish individual rights, and that this is how democracies like Hungary became autocratic. What happened in Hungary and Poland uh, will not happen here. There is a trend, and it's going against you Yeah, around the world. We'll be the first to stop it. <laughs> You're all determined. Uh, we are not joking. We are really uh, trying to stop it, and we will uh, succeed. One of their big worries 
is that without a strong Supreme Court, the ultra-Orthodox bloc in the government could turn Israel into a theocracy where biblical laws prevail. Our Supreme Court is our last line of defense. Uh, this is our last uh, safeguard. We need them empowered, we need them uh, uh, independent. That's what we fight for. What is at stake for women, Shira? That we will be sitting in the back of the bus. Literally? Literally. Are you married? I'm married to a woman, um, a doctor. We have a daughter, she's uh, one year and eight months. Her fear of an assault on women's and gay rights is well-founded. A government member said the gay community is more dangerous than ISIS and Hezbollah. Another major complaint is that the ultra-Orthodox hardly pay any taxes and don't have to serve in the military, which is compulsory for all other Jewish Israelis. The Supreme Court ruled that that is not fair. But defying the court, the Orthodox plan to pass a law in the Knesset, Israel's parliament, that would turn their unofficial military exemption into an ironclad law. They want a law that they will not go to the army. My 15 years old, in three years, you will go to the army. I'm going to not sleep like three years. And the other father, the ultra-Orthodox father, will sleep all the time. Eyal Neve, father of six, is so passionate about this, he's working at Brothers and Sisters in Arms round the clock. He and Ron serve together in Israel's most famous commando unit, like the Green Berets, called Sayeret Matkal. They're using their military skills to lead a campaign of civil disobedience and harassment, including at the homes of Knesset members, to pressure them to vote down the judicial overhaul. You want to make those elected officials understand that what they're doing is wrong. You want to wake up and shake up people. And you don't do that by being nice. That means forming human chains in front of the defense ministry. They block major traffic arteries. Their barricade of the Knesset brought out police water cannons. Members, including Ron, have been arrested and interrogated. Here, they're surrounding the car of Justice Minister and Vice Prime Minister Yariv Levine, the architect of the controversial judicial overhaul. They wreak havoc outside his home by burning tires and disturbing his neighbors. He says he respects their right to protest, but to remember his government won the election. No democracy can accept a situation that the government, the elected government, that has a majority in the parliament, won't be able to pass any bill and to do anything because there are protests, because there are some people that are against it. You say that people who fear that there won't be equal rights for everybody are completely mistaken and their charges are baseless. However, you are part of the most right-wing government that Israel has ever had. I'm proud to be part of that government, and I think that's what Israelis wanted uh, to see. But you but, have people but, in your cabinet who have made openly racist and homophobic statements, and they're ministers. I can assure you that the vast majority of the members of parliament that support this government stand firmly behind democratic and liberal principles. But under your rules, if they all pass, the government could overrule the court. Am I wrong? This is not my, what I'm offering. The situation in Israel is that the Supreme Court is above the government, is above the parliament, is even above the will of the people. What I want to do is to balance it. He says the court is an elite bastion that too often overrules lawmakers chosen by the people. The fight over the court has brought the country to a cold civil war. In July, the first step of Levine's judicial overhaul passed, severely limiting the court's power to strike down government decisions. Some 10,000 military reservists were so upset 
they pledged to stop showing up for duty. Some of Netanyahu's allies suggested they should be tried, even executed. If you want pilots to be able to fly and shoot bombs and missiles into houses knowing they might be killing children, they must have the strongest confidence in the people making those decisions. The moral values of them. Exactly. When they made their decision, many brothers and sisters in arms came to tears. It was the hardest things to do. When you are in your DNA, our soldier, this is what I do 25 years. It's in my blood. It's like to cut a, a hand. Do you know what they say about you, your group? That you're unpatriotic and that you're traitors. They can say whatever they want. I am a patriot. Every year I go to reserve and serve. I, I leave the, the, the house, I leave my children, I leave my wife, I leave everyone to serve. My friends died for this country. The military has warned that losing so many pilots and high-ranking reservists could jeopardize readiness and hurt national security. But several former heads of the military and Mossad support the protest and blame the government for allowing the situation to come to this. If you did find out that Israel was at risk because of so many reservists leaving, would you step back and withdraw your proposals? What's the price of democracy? What are you suggesting me to do? We'll tell the Israeli citizens, okay, don't go to vote. There's no need to hold elections. We'll come to those ex-militarists and we'll ask them what we are allowed to do or not. One issue rarely mentioned by the brothers and sisters in arms is the Israeli occupation of the West Bank. If you don't include Palestinian rights as part of what you're fighting for, then how can you say you're fighting for democracy? Many Israelis have different opinions on the Palestinian conflict, and it's a very dividing issue. So your coalition would splinter? The protest coalition? The, yeah. If you want to be able to solve the occupation one day, and I think that everyone here does, the only way to stop it and to solve it is to make sure Israel remains a democracy. This past week, the Supreme Court held a hearing to decide whether to revoke the first step of Levine's judicial package. If the court does, Netanyahu won't say whether he will comply. If he doesn't, it would lead to an unprecedented crisis, leaving it up to the military, the police, and the citizens to decide whose orders to follow, the courts or the elected officials. Brothers and Sisters in Arms says it's red alert for Israel's future, with democracy at stake. But, you know, in terms of democracy, you can't forget this is a government that was voted in by the people of Israel. And that's democracy. Every democracy that turned into a dictatorship was elected in a democratic way. This is how democracies turn into dictatorships. And it's not like you wake one day and you say, okay, now we're a dictatorship. Small, small things will change the face of Israel. People you know tend to say, wow, in my country this can happen? No, no, it's only these guys shouting. But it's happening. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. 
Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Conventionally, 60 Minutes doesn't profile the same subject twice in two seasons. But convention doesn't intersect with Pro Football Hall of Famer Deion Sanders. Last fall, we met Sanders in Mississippi, where he was coaching Jackson State to prominence in a conference of historically black colleges and universities. Then, the man who calls himself Coach Prime high-stepped it to Boulder, to the University of Colorado, taking his blazingly singular style with him. There, he hasn't just awoken a dormant program, but has transformed it into the talk of college football, if not American sports. Sanders is revered, he is reviled, but his sudden impact is indisputable. For the second time in two radically different environments, unapologetic as ever, he's shaken the sport like a snow globe. Are are you the change agent? Are you the ultimate change agent? I, I, I make a difference. I truly make a difference. I make folks nervous, man. I, I get folks moving in their seat. I get folks twirling their thumbs. I get them thinking and second-guessing themselves. You know, have you ever been so clean that you walked in and somebody looked down at you, then they looked at themselves, they had to check themselves because you were so clean? I have that effect. That's the vibe you're getting. No, I have that effect. <laughs> that was some good game right there, but God, that was good. We ain't got next. We got now. We ain't coming no more. This was the scene in the locker room two weekends ago. Give me my theme music! Before the Colorado Buffaloes and their new coach, Deion Sanders, opened the season a 21-point underdog at TCU. Do your job, everybody do your job! Colorado was fresh off a 1-11 season. TCU was fresh from playing in last season's national championship game. With skill and will, the Buffaloes won 45-42, behind their star quarterback, Shadur Sanders. But the real focus, as ever, was on Shadur's 56-year-old father. It was his first win as coach of a Power 5 school, the highest level of college football. Do you feel like you were underestimated? You come here and it's, I don't know if Coach Prime can win. You must have heard what some of these other coaches were saying both secretly and out loud. That's that's fear. Fear? Yeah, that's fear. That's like, hey man, shoot, we don't want to let that engine that could get going because if that engine that could get going, he's going to start saying, I think I can, I think I can. And sooner or later, he's going to start saying, I know I can, I know I can. Then sooner or later, he's going to start saying, I did that. His Colorado debut drew national attention and monster TV ratings. Interest compounded last weekend when the Buffaloes played before the biggest home crowd in 15 years and beat rival Nebraska. This weekend, both Fox and ESPN dispatched their pregame shows, The Rock included, to Boulder. Then the Buffaloes rallied late to beat Colorado State in a double overtime thriller. Three games into the season, the foothills of the Rockies marked the unlikely epicenter of an entire sport. What's this been like for you? <laughs> um, it's, it's been a, a lot of fun. Rick George, who hired Coach Prime, has been Colorado's athletic director for a decade. It's great uh, for us to be able to bring this program back to relevancy. And we had failed in my previous nine years, uh, ten years. Fair to call this a bit of a Hail Mary? It wasn't a Hail Mary, but it was a moment in time for our um, university and our athletic department that we were either going to be relevant or we were going to be irrelevant. It's too early to quantify the full prime effect. But merchandise sales up 819% from last season. Instagram followers up more than tenfold. Season tickets sold out. Sanders might be the ideal coach for these shifting times in college football. 
Another son, Dion Jr., is part of the army of videographers filming the team nonstop for YouTube and an upcoming docuseries. This team won one game last season. Mm -hmm. Is that, in a way, a, a point of appeal? God wouldn't relocate me to something that was successful. That don't make sense, do it? He had to find the most disappointing and the most uh, difficult task. And this is what it was, and this is what it is. And I love that. This wasn't dissimilar to what he told us last year, that God had called him collect to come to Jackson State University and elevate, yes, the football program, but also all HBCUs. Switch! He stayed three seasons, but the same night last December that JSU won the conference championship, Sanders announced he was off to Colorado to climb another mountain. You left Jackson State and you left quick. What did you tell those I kids? Didn't leave what, what did you tell those kids? I didn't leave quick. That's what well, I, uh... I didn't leave quick. I left when I was supposed to leave. We finished. Most coaches um, get a new job and they leave expeditiously. I finished the task. You yeah. say finish the task. Was there, was there more work you could have done in Jackson? or I think we did a tremendous job in Jackson. I think we laid down a tremendous blueprint. We tried to press Sanders on the circumstances surrounding his abandoning the mission at Jackson State. He's hinted the school's lack of forward thinking may have factored in his decision. But on this topic, he was about as elusive as he was returning punts for touchdowns in the NFL. What did you tell those kids when you left? Um, opportunity call sooner and later in life, um, there will be opportunity that knocks at your door. And at this juncture in my life, I felt like the opportunity for not only me, but for my kids as well, was tremendous. Not only did we take several kids from that team, three trainers, maybe 12 to 14 staffers. So we afforded to give people a tremendous opportunity here. The distance between Jackson and Boulder is a thousand miles and immeasurably further culturally. Sanders went from a city that is 83% black to one that is 1% black. From a place with a water crisis to the kind of hipster college town where there's a shop devoted to kites. What are your first impressions? Uh, beautiful, unbelievable, just the whole peace and serenity of it all. I never fathom coming here. I ain't never even vacationed here, man. I ain't never been skiing or whatever you call it, snowboarding or whatever, all the stuff. You know, I ain't never done none of that. You don't even fly fish. No, I don't. I fish. I fly why I fish, but I don't fly <laughs> fish. <laughs> Still, he wasted no time ingratiating himself in the community, including a visit to Peggy Coppola, a 98-year-old Buffalo superfan. Are you prime? That's what they call you. Do I call you that? Or? No, no, I call me anything yeah. you want. Good. <laughs> oh, well, how about good looking? There you go. That'll do? Okay. He was less embracing of the incumbent Colorado players. At the first team meeting in December, Sanders encouraged players to enter the transfer portal, an open market for athletes to find new schools. I promise you it's my job to get rid of And make room for superior talent he planned to bring in. More than 50 players eventually transferred out. You got here and you didn't pull punches. You told some have, of these have guys. I, have I ever? You take a team that's won one game and you fired a whole coaching staff. So who did the coaching staff recruit? The kids. So the kids are just as much to blame as the coaching staff. And I came to the conclusion that a multitude of them couldn't help us get to where we wanted to go. You told most of these guys, the more you jump in, the more room you're going to make. Those of you we don't run off, we're going to try to make you quit. Yeah. You made it very clear. Yeah. Now, if you went for that, if you was, were able to let words run you off, you ain't for us because we're old school staff. We coach hard. We coach tough. We're disciplined, Marians. So if you're allowing verbiage to run you off because you don't feel secure with your ability, you ain't for us. If some kid said, you know what, no, I'm staying. You're not going to run me off with your words. Right. Stay. So prove it. I'm sure that your straight talk was appreciated by some, but is, is this scorched earth policy good for, for college football or for the kids? I think truth is good for kids. We're so busy lying, we don't even recognize the truth no more in, in society. We want everybody to feel good. That's not, that's not the way life is. Now, it is my job to make sure I have what we need to win. That right. makes 
a lot of people feel good. Winning does. I, I got to push back on this. You're, you're a father of college Five. athletes. Yes. If they called you and say, hey, we got a new coach, and they're telling me to get in the transfer portal. I say, son, you must, be, you, you must not be doing well. That's what you'd you say. You must not be doing well because you should be an asset and not a liability. I'm honest with my kids. His kids include Shadur, the star quarterback, and Shiloh, a starting safety. Do you guys have any idea that you were going to be this good and capture the country the way you have? Yeah. You did? Yeah. I mean, we both didn't come here, have our dad coaching just to lose. <laughs> A year ago to the day, we watched Shadur fling and zing touchdown passes at Jackson State. But there were questions about whether he could do the same against stiffer competition. Well, in his first two games at Colorado, he threw for nearly 1,000 yards without an interception. You were putting up big numbers at Jackson State. You're doing it here against teams in the Big Ten, yeah, the Big 12. Yeah. Must be gratifying. Yeah, no, these two games was the most yards I passed for in my career. So it's just, it's just exciting knowing that, you know, uh, it translates and like on a bigger stage, I just feel better. He's also, and again, welcome to today's college sports, translated his success into riches, thanks to NIL, name, image, likeness, income. So much so, he drives a $190,000 Mercedes Maybach. And Shadur might not even be the team's best player. Travis Hunter also followed Coach Prime from Jackson to Colorado. His coach lets him play offense and defense, virtually unheard of in the modern college game. You've got two really good Heisman quality players on this team. Yes. Your son and Travis Hunter. Yes, sir. First half of the first game of the season, you're already publicly talking about Travis Hunter's Heisman chances. Who does that? A, a, a coach that loves his kids. The coach that understands that's what those kids desire. And I supposed to do that. That's what we told them when they were coming and choosing to play for us. My kids that play for me, they didn't choose a university. They chose me. That's the difference. Coaches have chosen to join Sanders as well. The staff he overhauled and upgraded includes former head coaches Switch. and former coordinators from schools like Alabama. Now that you're a Power Five guy, mm -hmm. who's the best coach in college football today? Let me see. Let me see a mirror so I can look at it. <laughs> you feel that? What? You think I'm going to sit up here and tell you somebody else? You think, you think that's the way I operate? That somebody else got that on me? But I tell you this. I love and I adore and I respect. And every time I do a commercial with Coach Saban, it's a gift. Just sitting in his presence and hearing him and, and throwing something else out there so I could hear his viewpoint on it because he's forgotten more things than I may ever accomplish. So I'm a student looking up to this wonderful teacher saying, just, just, just throw me a crumb of what you know. For all the bling and bluster, there is some humility, and the current mania may die down a bit as Colorado faces a welter of tougher opponents the rest of the season. But Deion Sanders has invigorated a campus, a program, an entire sport. Game ball, Peggy! And damn if he hasn't made it fun. Give me my theme music! Hey, Los Angeles. Are you looking for unique 4th of July plans for you and your friends or family? LA's greatest rivalry returns to Rose Bowl Stadium for a July 4th edition of the El Trafico soccer matchup as the LA Galaxy return to their original home to defend their turf against LAFC. Last year, a record crowd of over 82,000 fans were on hand to witness the Galaxy victory. That's July 4th at Rose Bowl Stadium. Guaranteed fireworks both on and off the field and a celebration for all of LA. LA Galaxy versus LAFC, the Rose Bowl edition. Tickets at lagalaxy.com slash tickets. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Tonight's broadcast opens the 56th season of 60 Minutes. From the beginning, Don Hewitt conceived this broadcast as a magazine, a mix of stories, some hard news, some not, but all well told to shed light on our times. And we work to remain true to that today. In the coming weeks, we'll report on progress against Alzheimer's disease, take you to an island in the Irish Sea for a look at a fast and often deadly motorcycle race, and explore the decidedly slower life of sloths. We'll watch the economy and return to the war in Ukraine. On some Sundays this year, we'll follow our regular 60 Minutes with what sports broadcasts call bonus coverage, two additional all-new stories. I'm Leslie Stahl. We'll be back next week with another edition of 60 Minutes. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Spoiler alert, it's neither. At Happy Egg, we believe happiness of the hens is what actually came first, because without happy hens, there would be no such thing as happy eggs. You know, eggs with delicious orange yolks. Those come from hens who are raised the happy way on eight-plus acres of family-owned farms. Choose happy at happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.